What's up, Internet? Welcome to Legacy Characters, a podcast where my dad and I hang out and talk about everything in pop culture. Comics, movies, television, music. We look how it used to be. We look how it is now. Everywhere in between. And now, without further ado, let's get generationally geeky. What's up, Carter John? What's up, Daddy O? Not much, just uh, hanging out here in the Legacy Lounge and uh, want to get into what went down. Yeah, man. So, welcome to What Went Down. It's our weekly news uh, recap of everything in pop culture. Uh, we look at several different TV shows that we review on a weekly basis. We look at uh, movie news, TV news, comic news, and at the very end, we get into our special segment called The Jam yeah. Sessions. Well, we touch on a little bit of music. Yeah, we got some cool music news we're going to get into today as well. So, we were gone last week. We didn't do what went down. We released a chat, and you need to go check that out. But we have multiple episodes of several of our TV shows that we are going to talk about in more or less a group. Right. Uh, so we're kind of, gonna... yeah, get caught up a little bit, um, get back into the groove. Exactly. So we're going to get started with Arrow, and we're going to talk about two episodes of that. Then we're going to get into Flash, talked about two episodes of that. And then we're going to talk about the One Legends of Tomorrow episode, followed by the Supergirl Flash crossover. Yep. And uh, putting an end to our TV show beat, we're going to touch on our first mini look at look at uh what we've seen so far of daredevil right so we're just around getting to that don't crucify us i know it's terrible but we're gonna talk about that a little bit yeah just you know get started off on season two yeah and then we'll go into some movies and other big really cool shit we want to talk about later yep but i just wanted to explain the format of how this episode is going to go a little different maybe a little bit longer Right. More a little bit more to, to talk, talk about. about. Yeah. yeah, get into. So, let's get right into our first episode of Arrow. We're going to start with the Cupid episode. Right. Where Cupid came back, she was released from Argus, and she's hating on love. Right. Yep. <laughs> Deep hate on love. Yeah, like murdering couples and shit like that. And it seemed like a perfect villain for the me and... Oliver aren't together anymore. Felicity yeah. beat, but we still got to pretend to be the together. fallout. Yeah, but it the forces it. them to be back together in order R to get Cupid. Right. So we get those scenes. Right. And which uh, you know, in this episode, you can you can see and feel the strife. Yeah, like uh, we saw that coming out of the I guess three quarter season break where. Uh, Felicity said, it's over, and I'm walking out. And this picks up with her packing her shit up and leaving. Correct. Yep. So, having Cupid as the villain really forced them to have to come back together. As a couple. Yeah, and fake Mary and all that shit. Yeah, to draw her out. It, it was... Yeah, to slow her killing spree down. Exactly, and to catch her... Uh, but I love Cupid. I mean, she's fun as far as this show's interpretation of her. Uh, I think she's pretty cool. 
Yeah. It was cool to see her I back. like her outfit. Yeah. Her yeah. outfit's really cool, and she's another archer. Yeah, well, of course, there's like 80 bajillion of those, apparently. But, uh, you know, hey, that's cool. You know, more yeah. archer. And with the, you know, the heart uh, tips and tips, everything. Right. But it was cool to see her back. I liked her in the Suicide Squad, you know, spinoff episodes. I liked her last season. Yeah, she's a, she's a cool character. Yeah, she's a cool villain. And she's just she has, full of puns. Exactly, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> I mean, she's just pun after pun after pun. Yeah. <laughs> but she's got a nasty streak, too. She does, and it was kind of dark, you know, her yeah. murdering couples and putting them in the heart shapes and everything. Yeah, and, and the reasoning behind that, because, you know, it wasn't just random couples that she was knocking off. These no. were tabloid type yeah you know kanye kim yeah because speedy speedy brought it up <laughs> you know she knew who all these oh, people yeah. were because of the re- reality I tv a, i think it's always funny when they tie thea back into that like playgirl fucking yeah you know tabloid the, the, teenager right you know kind of that that debutante that would be in those kind of yeah, that magazines. Like she was in the first two seasons. Right, right. Because <laughs> I totally forget about that. Yeah. Like, how, oh, yeah, that's right. She, you know, she was actually, yeah, kind of a, you know, a late teenager, early early adult. You know, Miley Cyrus kind of Paris Hilton. Yeah. Privileged yeah. little fuck up. <laughs> right. <laughs> Speaking of that, um, it really ties into the conflict with Damian Dark and his trial this week. Oh, yeah. Uh, which played a huge part in the Lance storyline, and that's going to go down intensely, but we'll talk about that a little bit more later. Right. But it brings up the fact that, remember earlier in the season, when her and Diggle purchased like $75,000 worth of cocaine or whatever yep. to capture someone, and I'm like, oh, yeah, shit, that happened. Yeah. And that stuff got brought up, and they're trying to get Damien out in this one. Yeah, you know, and and it kind of shows even though he doesn't have power, he still has power. Yeah, that's a, that's one on the outside shady fucker. Yeah, <laughs> and 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 they're still you know they're worried about you know Oliver um, not running for mayor and having to deal with the fallout of Damien's wife. Yeah, because we didn't get to see her at all in these no, last two episodes. But there was mention because of the whole mayor oh. mayoral yeah campaign. Which I think it's so weird that no one's put together like those two people are always together. There's no pictures of them ever together. They're married, for God's sake. Right. But whatever. It's however that plays out. Yeah, Yeah. it's however that plays out. I have a feeling in the future she's going to come back and and make a a major play. Yeah, a big bad way and be a... Yeah, (laughs) but we also got to see two hive. Yeah, basically bail on On, Dane. That's what I was leading to. I was like, they were trying to get him out, and then Lance came in and gave his testimony, which pretty much incriminates himself. Yep. Uh, And Hive was like, "Cool, you're out of our way. Yeah, you kill a lot of people, dude. Right? Yeah, you you create too much drama, right?" And the fucking Merlin pulling some strings. Uh, Always. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then that scene ends with him talking to Diggs' brother. Right? Right. Yeah. I mean, you skipped a whole other episode, but we're talking about Yeah, but it all lines up to that and how those two episodes really play into that side of it. Yeah, I mean, that really ties into 
how that conflict's going to go forward and really making Merlin kind of a big bad. Towards yeah, the end yeah, of the he's season. you know he's he's a pretty close to the top of the pyramid now. Yeah, I mean, again, and still pissed off he's not Ray. Whatever. <laughs> Like I'm, and he's still with one hand and shit and a sling. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, you know the, the Cupid and how it it you know it pulls Felicity and Ollie back together for this. And my you, favorite word, facade. Yeah, and they say that stupid sappy CW shit to each other. Yeah, and you're like, oh, they're gonna get back together already. That was fast, but no, she's like. Not only do I want not want to be with you, I can't be part of the team, team. anymore. Yeah, and and we saw that in you know in the throwdowns for this episode, the friction that's yeah. created, and how she's you know she's distracted. And good man, I mean she's become a distraction to the entire show. She, it's yeah, so sappy. Yeah, she brings so much drama time. to it. I mean, know? she was really cool when she was. Comic relief and, and the tech badass, yeah, and, and it just became so sappy with her and what drenched she, in fucking drama, drama. yeah, and drama. Like, All right, whatever, and they that leads right into the following episode uh, where we got to see Curtis really fall into her role with the team. Right. Like yeah, he, he found the cave and. Yep. All that shit. And stepped in with his kind of his offbeat comic relief. Which was perfect. Which right. was what Felicity was when she first started. Yeah. Yeah. And how freaked out, you know, yeah. he was just stepping down there. Well, it's fucking intense. Yeah. <laughs> but, but um, yeah, it's uh it, and that's gonna add a really cool twist. It is. It's and a, how know, they play dynamic. him. Yeah, and how he plays in. Yeah, it, yeah, I I really think he's cool. Like he's they've done a really good job with his character this season, much like they did with building Ray yeah. last season. They've yeah. done the same with Curtis. I mean, he's got the same like bubbly, funny personality, but super smart. Yeah, you know, he's the one that created the the little probe. Yeah, the whole point of this episode. So, you know, we had yeah, uh, a Flash villain from last year. We had the Bug Eye Bandit come back and fight with Felicity again. Yep. For a whole different reason. And it was really cool seeing the uh her tumor storyline thing <laughs> where she needed the chip for herself and right. it really brought, you know, this whole thing to light. Yeah. About their disabilities and all that thing. And it was it was a cool storyline. Yeah. Because both those guys, or both those characters, Felicity and the Bug Eye Bandit, are kind of mirror opposite of each other. They're both like super intelligent yeah, blonde yeah. hackers, but one's evil and one's good. Right. And for them to you know mirror mirror those storylines and create that more, conflict, it was it was fun to watch. And the bees were cool. Oh yeah, that was super yeah. cool. And you know we found out if you got stung by one, yo, you're fucked. Yeah, we it, found that out last year with Barry. Yeah, but yeah, they had and Ollie went down. Hardcore, yeah. So, yeah, there which, was a, which you know begs the question why he's wearing sleeveless, <laughs> open skin because it looks cool. Cool, that's, that's why. right. Shut the fuck yeah, up. yeah, it looks cool. Effectiveness, it can be questioned, but it yeah. does look cool. 
and the bees were badass when they came together and made the like bee dude. <laughs> right, a big monster. No one even guy. fucking explained it. They're like, look at the bee dude. <laughs> right, we need something to fire arrows at. Right, you know, is he mechanical? Uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and but it, uh, what was really cool that they brought into this episode was a practical use for the canary cry. Right, yeah. So I was like, oh, look, it's fucking useful. Exactly. I love when they make that thing useful because it seems less awkward. Right. Without they, the wah, 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 wah. Yeah, they just need to get the, the wave right. Yeah. Much like we'll talk about later in Supergirl with Silver Banshee. Right. Like, that is perfect. Yeah, and, and the squee- the squeal. Yeah. yeah and, the, and the way the waves come out. Yeah, that's that was super done really cool. Well. Yeah, that was super cool. But overall... These two episodes really came back strong for me. Yeah. And we've got Felicity moving on. Yeah, so I don't cool. see her as being, you know, an uh, integral player all the time with the team. Yeah, we'll see. You know, she went to she went back to um Palmer Tech. Yeah, Palmer Tech. Yeah, she's going to take over that and get into all the techie stuff on that side. Right. So, you know, I don't see her as being, you know, a major crew character anymore. I highly doubt that they'll keep it that way for a long time, but it'd be cool. I mean, I'm kind of over her and that's started to say because I, I thought she was so cool for so long. Yeah. But, and I've said it before, I'll say it again, the Green Arrow is supposed to be with Black Canary. Right. Well, and see, we got that too. Yeah. That interaction between Ollie and Laurel. In costume, like yeah, heart and, to heart, and I was like, and talking cool. deep, you yeah. know, it's like, hey, I know, you know, you can come talk to me. We can talk about this. So like, now we're getting, you know, hopefully, I see what you're yeah, doing there. We could be moving in that Laurel on the rebound. <laughs> <laughs> Ollie the Playboy, right? Uh, so that's my big takeaway from these episodes. Is it's see that dynamic with Felicity kind of pulled away for a bit. Right. You know, with Curtis inserted in there. Yeah. I really enjoyed him in the second episode, the Bug Eye Bandit episode. I thought he was cool. I thought he brought something fun, an extra layer without the drama. Right. And he's athletic. You know, we saw him around the cave being chased by the bee. Yeah, they said the word terrific a couple times. Yeah, yeah, well, it's just cool. But we also got his dynamic with his partner. Yeah. Him being called away. He's like, I'm never going to do that again. Right. And so we'll now that, that brings up, you know, a possible conflict between, you know, being part of the crew. Yeah. And having, you know, on a significant other not knowing what's going down. Wow. That, yeah. I've totally forgot about that. That's fucking a good point that could bring a different kind dynamic. of conflict, yeah, dynamic and, to this show. Right. Because, I mean, you think about it, everyone who really deals with Oliver and them knows what they're doing. Now exactly. knows who they are. Yeah. Which is a whole different problem. And when that and that always creates... The amount of motherfuckers that know these secret identities is a whole different yeah, issue. Yeah, that, <laughs> you know, it all, yeah, another person that can find out. Yeah. I think that's all we've got to say for those two, man. Yeah, they, they were they were good shows. I, you know, I enjoyed them. They were both um, fun. Yeah, yeah. And what do it, you want to rate them? Um, together or... Uh, 
each we're, one. We just we basically talked about them as like a two parter, right? And they kind of really, you know, and, they, they and some of like the storylines were. I mean, the Damien storyline, yeah. And Felicity, they really felt like two halves of the same whole, right? As though, and you're looking at major storylines. So yeah. now we got a little bit of direction because of Fallout. We've already had the Fallout, and now we've got repercussions. Some, yeah, this is the you know this is the waves that come after that. But um, yeah, I would I would give them it's like one to five. I'd give them a four. Okay, yeah, that's not bad. I, that's about what I'd give to be honest with you. Yeah, they were they were good shows. Was, I liked the, yeah, how the storylines were playing episodes out. Episodes of Arrow, a couple of good bad guys, you yeah, know, that we'd seen before. Yeah, I like when we have reoccurring villains. You don't have to spend much time with some stupid five minute origin story, right? That, where they right. seem overly angry for some. Right. Weird reason. <laughs> the only you know the only thing that I question when they do it is you know the reason why they're back. Yeah. Some of that is kind of a little hokey, but um, bad for the sake of being bad. You're right, but you know you give you give them a pass. Right, it's you know it's storyline. Yeah, but these were these were good episodes. Yeah, I really enjoyed them. So that moves us into the next two parter, basically, yeah. which is the Flash. And both these fucking episodes were so cool, man. Yeah, they were major shit going down and and major storyline advancement yeah i they fucking figured out zoom yeah like the team knows we knew who zoom was at the end of the last break right but now the team did yeah and that was a big bomb drop there yeah. that was bomb and another another heavy heart for for barry damn and he can he, he and he even you know questioned himself about you know trusting like how the fuck does this shit keep happening <laughs> right what i trust fuck? i trust these people they turn out to be horrible and they just fuck me real hard man <laughs> right really questioned myself yeah that's basically his monologue he's like hi i'm barry allen the fastest man alive and these other guys really try and fuck me hard <laughs> right and be my friend yeah that fucking sons of bitches <laughs> But you want to talk about cool villains. Oh, yeah. We got two really badass ones this week. Yeah. Yeah. Two. Uh, one new one and a return. Yep. That's right. A <laughs> return. form of last year's villain. Right. Yeah. And so, how that went down, too. Yeah. But, you know, this first one, we got another speedster. We got a lady speedster. And she looked cool. Yeah. Trajectory was pretty fucking badass. Man. Yeah. And I like the way, you know, she was, you know, a, a geeky one. Yeah, she was you a know? scientist. Yeah. Well, dude, duh, everyone in comics is brilliant. Right. They're that. either a superhero or they're a super, super genius. Yeah. But it was really fucking cool seeing this V9 come back into the fold. Oh, and it was a major player. Yeah, I mean, she was using that shit yeah. like speed. <laughs> exactly. For lack of a better yeah. term. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, to create more lightning. Yeah, and she looked fucking sweet. Yeah, I she think did. that's yeah, and, my, and her and Barry away. running together. Uh, yeah, and her costume for me begs the question. I mean, she was gone at the end of this episode. Yeah, and that's a really nice costume for a show that ain't got all the money in the world. Right, Recy and an episode could it be recycle yeah. time? And an episode that prominently featured Jesse Quick. Yep. So you're like, 
Could be, is maybe. Is that the quick outfit for down the road? I hope so. Yeah. It looks fucking sweet. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. And staying with Jesse, a cool moment before I forget was when she was wearing the fucking watch, dude. Yeah. The metahuman watch. And it kept going off. And it went off on Barry a bunch. She's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But then Wally walked up, and it went off on Wally, and you're like, oh, just thought I'd fucking well, and he's becoming a prominent player. Yeah. Another yeah. fucking brilliant genius. <laughs> yeah, he's an engineer. It's kind of different, right? But still, you know, think about brilliant engineers yeah. and what those people build. Exactly, and he plays. He's played a yeah, a pretty significant part in in these last episodes. Yeah, he really, and awesome. it's becoming more, and you know, and the family's becoming, you know, uh, more you know, conducive to positive output rather yeah. than all the negativity yeah, of kind of rolling in. now. Yeah. It's Barry. That's kind of spinning off yeah, by himself. Yeah. They even comment, you know, yeah. that guy gets stranger every time I meet him. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but that fucking excites me, dude. That's oh, Wally yeah. West. Wally exactly. West is going to fucking be fast and that's going to make me happy. Yeah. Well, that brings in your flash. It is, man. And we were actually talking about this the other day, which I'm just raising the question. How are they going to call this dude who's in college Kid Flash? Right. Like, I doubt they're going to call him Kid Flash. So, so yeah, well, and... That's just, I mean, I'm, well, it, and no that, knock or but anything. See, it's just a question. <laughs> you know, but see, that's a good point about this character and where they're going with him. That yeah. he is there. Yeah. So what are they going to do, you know, about the suit, you know, and how they're going to deal with his name and how it relates to him being more than a kid? Yeah, he's a fucking, what, young adult Flash? (laughs) (laughs) But that's a question for another day. I just, I was like, I thought about the other day, and I was like, hmm. Yeah. He's a little for kid. Right. And it kind of, you know, and, you know, we've talked a lot about some of these younger superheroes and who they get to play them. Right. And how they justify, you know, them being older and playing a younger, uh, younger role, a younger part. Yeah. And how they spin that to make it somewhat logical. Yeah. I wouldn't say completely logical, but it's still the comic universe. Well, I'd say that Wally's about the same age as Thea. Right. Yep. But the difference is Oliver seems so much older than Barry. Right. Like yeah. Barry doesn't seem like he's sidekick ready. No. Because every speedster that shows up is faster than him. He's still learning and we talk about that. I know. So I'm, it's going to be interesting to see how that, you know, right. happens. It'd be yeah, nice they, to have Barry teach someone instead of right. Barry always, always being learning, like, learning. I need to ask these people how to be faster. Well, and seeing that. Is the perfect oh. point right into our next one, which right. is his travel back. And why did he travel back? To figure out the speed force equation with Eddie Thawne or Eobard Thawne. Thawne. Yeah. Oh, God. I was like, cool. As as the doctor, as, as kind of Dr. Wells. Yeah. So we got to see last year's reverse flash back this yeah. episode for all intents and purposes. Yeah. We got to see a dynamic we really didn't get to explore much. Right. At the end of last season, where this is a flash that knows what's going on, and that's a reverse flash that knows what's going on, and they're, you know, that absolute dynamic of right. We both fucking know no. who you are and fucking hate each other. Right. 
Yeah. Like, we are stuck in this situation right now. That neither one of us like. No. And so it was fucking awesome. Yeah, it was. I see it play back. And, and you know, you know, in previous episodes about his time travel. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. And, and, and it all goes back to him still learning. You right. know, he is still learning to be the Flash. So, and you know, he does this stuff kind of on a whim and a prayer. And that shit came to kind of bite him in the ass, dude. A little bit. Yeah, a we little a time bit. time wraith, you know? Yeah. Yeah, he was nasty. I can't believe they fucking went there. But it's it was cool. And did you see its face? Yeah, it has a flash. It had like a zombie flash, flash. mask yeah. on that. You know, that's the Black Flash. And I, I brought it up while we watched this episode the other day. Right. I think that's what happens when speedsters fucking disappear. Right. Like that ties into the trajectory when she ran away. Right. And the blue and, lightning. Yeah. And see, and that ties into. You know, we didn't really touch on that, but that tied right into this episode. Right. About uh, vibe seeing, you know, Zoom all the time and the, how Zoom's blue. Yeah. And now they're kind of figuring out because of the previous episode of trajectory and how she turns blue right and before disappears. she disappears. You find out that. Turning blue is bad. That's why Zoom came to Barry. He needs his speed force because he's dying, dying of the V9. Right. He, yeah. Jay is. And, we keep and calling him Zoom. We know who this fucking guy is now. Yeah. And, and, and we, and we, and they told us, you know, the transition yeah. from, from blazing, you know, the red lightning to the blue and why. And what it, it means. Turned, yeah. So that was a really cool pickup. It was. And it tied, and it really tied into, yeah, Garrett yeah. and Zoom and, and this the purpose. demon ray thing that they showed us this episode, which seems an Odd too convenient in timing for it not to be connected. Oh, yeah. And oh. he's wearing the zombie flash. I'm like, yeah. that's... I mean, it's very similar to things in the comics. You have the Black Flash, the Black Racer, you know, the death for speedsters, the Grim Reaper. Right. All that all that darkness that, yeah, which that is exists. super fucking cool that we're getting this shit in a TV show. Right. I'm just saying. Yeah. Oh, and that's what we keep saying. It's, you know, this is TV. Right. It's fucking... Badass. You know, this Just, is TV, and we get a an episode every week. This week, Barry travels through time. Right. And fights a time wraith, and you're like, what the right. fuck? Like, only in the pages of a comic book. But, like, can it, any this of is this. insane and amazing. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, this travel back, and, and, you know, and the cool thing about it is this is the first time we kind of actually see Barry interact with... Eobard Thawne. Right. And and that, that conflict that both of That's them exactly have. exactly what I was saying. And then then him going back and reacting with the other crew. And seeing after Pied Piper. Yeah, and after, you know, he, you know, it all went down. And now he's back seeing it happen again. Yeah. And knowing in the back of his mind that he can't fuck too much up. No. Because it will fuck up a lot of shit when he gets and back. And now he knows that. He's the only one that knows that Pied Piper was bad. Right. And and, and seeing that, that, that caught me completely off guard when he came back in the Pied Piper's part of the crew now. And I loved it. And you called it. I fucking loved it. You know, going back to, and I beat it like a death horse when we talk the Jeff Johns flash run and how much I loved the Pied Piper from that. Right. And how he originally was one of the rogues. Right. But eventually, you know, became good. Yeah. And 
ends up helping the Flash a bunch of the time. He's a member of the Justice League at one point. Like right. I love that, and that was a complete nod to that. Right, exactly, and and it really and if you look at it when he was back in time and the way that that whole transition happened, it really wasn't long. No, I mean if you weren't a, it expecting was two it, different decisions. Yeah, that were made. exactly, and and it wasn't something that was prominent in that scene. No. He just made another decision, and then all of a sudden, you know, he comes back. And there he comes, and he's part of the crew yeah, now. It's he, like, whoa, that's cool. Yeah, it's super fucking cool. I love Another that. Another Brainiac. Yeah. Super Brainiac. Every one of these shows is fucking brilliant. <laughs> Duh. Uh, but that fucking nod, and I was like, awesome. This show just rocks every fucking week, in and out. Yeah, exactly. And we're getting to the fucking nitty gritty now, dude. The yeah. fucking exciting shit is yeah, oh. because he's you know Barry's got the answer now. Yeah, we and so have he the came back. To the speed equation. Yeah, and we know who Zoom is, so it's game time. Yeah, we're and 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 you know Barry's tired of getting fucked up. Yeah, I got like a. I assume like there's going to be a three episode Rocky training montage, right? Essentially, where and then they two episode throwdown. Yeah, and I'm fucking ready. Yeah, because it's going to be badass. Loved it. Love these two episodes, both of them. The Flash still continues to be my favorite show on television. Needless to say, favorite TV show ever. <laughs> what are you going to rate it? Um, one, one to five, I would, have give, I would give this Flash uh, a four, four and a half. Yeah, you because like- I, I like I like you know the the arrows too because they really got on a good trajectory as far as their oh. stories. Oh, it's an arrow and flash pun. <laughs> awesome. You double punned. <laughs> I just get extra points for that one. Yeah. I won't yell at you. <laughs> um, yeah. So what's yours? Uh, five. Like, these two were awesome for me. It was everything I love about this show. It would progress the story. It had awesome character moments. We got... Two different flash suits. We got super cool effects with him running through time and all that shit. Yeah, got badass villains, more reverse flash. Five yeah, for me. Yeah, they um they slam packed it. Yeah, when and I call an A and A man, and that's an A plus. Yep, I loved, loved, loved it. So excited, and we got an episode with Kevin Smith coming up. Director, yeah, coming he's, up. he's coming it. up. Everything's looking good down the pipeline. Yes, sir. <laughs> so that would uh, move us on into our legends. Yeah, and we only got one of these this week. They were off kind of when we were yeah, off. Yeah, which was nice. Yeah. But big reveal. Big episode. Yeah. yeah it, Saw it coming. <laughs> I'm throwing yeah. it out there. We got a big reveal. And, Kronos. Yeah. And, you know, and that, that to me kind of, it was a little confusing about, you know, Knowing that Kronos has been chasing them. Yeah. And now who Kronos is and where that transition. Time, yeah. And and that's, you know, he, he can get away with anything. Yeah. So you brought it up. Kronos. What was the deal? Kronos is heat wave, dude. He's McRory. We saw uh, Captain Cold, quote unquote, kill him a while back. And all he, he did was just let him go and told yeah. him adios. So the Time Masters ripped him out of time and trained him for what he said was thousands of lifetimes 
to make him a super time warrior thing. Right. Bounty he's hunter. On a fucking revenge mission. Yeah, I mean bad. And it's fucking awesome. It's bad. Ooh. I knew something was up, but like A it only happened two episodes ago with the Mick thing. Right. So I'm like, he ain't fucking gone. Yeah, and he's too he's too cool of a character. Right. There was that you and know, then, we couldn't just lose it. Now Carter and Hawkman, yeah. that was He sucked. Yeah, that was that was different, but I Mick, really you got to have hot and cold. Yeah. They're just the the coolest team. So we had him that only happened two episodes ago, and the fact that oh, Kronos left Firestorm and ripped Hunter on the ship, but took Captain Cold, and I'm like, right, huh? That doesn't, yeah, and 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 they even you know the crew even questioned why, why? <laughs> right, yeah. You know, when he could have had the captain yeah. or, the, you know, the double. The, the firestorm. You know. Exactly. So I saw that shit coming, but it doesn't mean it wasn't fucking awesome. Cool. Yeah. And, and what a great dynamic for them bringing to this show. Yeah. And, he, you know, they threw down with him and now he's captured in exactly. a box. And they're talking about, you know, intervention and reform. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounds like fucking Clockwork Orange. Right. <laughs> yeah, start, Again, because that's yeah. basically what happened with yep. fucking uh, him the first time with the Time Master. <laughs> right. But, but um, well, go ahead. Uh, um, My big thing about this episode, and we skipped over it because of the major reveal at the end, was how this episode began. Right. Was There was a two-year gap that we saw where, you know, Ray and Kendra... And Sarah were left in 1958, right. something like that. You know, if, yeah, if you remember from the previous episode, you know, the time machine was off and going because Kronos was throwing down with them. Yeah. And they're left standing there going, where'd the they fuck? go? <laughs> Where did they go? Why did they leave us? Yeah, and they end up having to live there for two and full the, years. Yeah, transition. Dude, they, yeah. I, we watched that scene, and both of us were like, that is such a goddamn mind fuck. Oh, it would be. And how, you know, and how Ray's trying to build his little machine to make communication. And two years, you're in 24 months that they were, right. they had to live like that. Oh, it's fucking, it was just. And then, and then, you know, we got a split in the transition there where Sarah went off. Yeah. And who did she end up with? Fucking League of Assassins again, being a badass. Yeah, but going back after yeah. she already knew. And, and she became top badass. And we got to see a young Talia. Yeah. That was an awesome Easter egg. That's right. So yeah, she's there. Yeah, so that was fucking sweet. But um but the the, the biggest dynamic was between um Ray and Kendra. Uh, Ray and Kendra and how their lives They were fucking for, married. Basically. Yeah, for two years and then bang, they show up and off they go back again. To normal. And Kendra kind of flowed with that. Right. But Ray right. was, but you got to think, you know, you would think that Ray would take it the hardest because he oh, yeah. is he's, the Boy Scout. He's got the heart. Exactly. You know, he's he's susceptible to that. And he would have a harder transition. Yeah, and I think it kind of straddled that sappy line. But, you know, they did it with the weight of that first scene. Right. Like, and... That was heavy, so I bought the sappy stuff later. Exactly, because I was like, "Fuck!" They went there. That's intense. You got to think two years, you yeah. know, in a, for regular humans. Yeah, no, forward. no, they they 
they did there, you know, six months right. or a year, and you got oh, to see fuck. what they were doing, you know, and how they had to live with the people gnarly. on the ship. What they had, what two or three days that mm-hmm. you know they were fixing the ship and dealing with Chronos, yeah. and bang, here they come back, and everything's supposed to go back to normal, yeah, it, you know. It ain't the same, you know. Yeah, for Ray and Kendra, time stopped. It yeah. went at normal time. So you see the repercussions of this time traveling thing. And I thought it, it, I was sitting there wide eyed, just like, oh my God. Yeah, this, this is, is so fucking cool. Yeah, it is <laughs> deep. I mean, it's deep because, you know, think about it. Yeah. it. That, that two years of anybody, you know, being able to jump back and forth and then all of a sudden, bang, you get dropped. And, you're and not even in your time. No. And I mean, and at two years, you're thinking. We're going to be here for the rest the, of the yeah. yeah, we're this is where we're at. Yeah. You know, Ray had already got into teaching. He even said, he you know, he brought professor. that to yeah. Had lives. Yeah, that he was he was in they ain't coming back mode. Yeah, exactly. God, you know, it was such a great episode. And and Sarah, that's they ain't coming back. Yeah, they moved on. Everyone moved on. Yeah, I'm moving on. I'm yeah, I'm not staying here. That I got to go too. You know, I've yeah, spent two uh, years and, you know, they're not coming back. No, dude, that shit was gnarly. <laughs> Fucking love this episode. Oh, it was, yeah, it was super cool. Yeah. It really was. And you got, you got some other flashes here and there from, you know, what could possibly go down yeah. and, you know, and still, but yeah, that was. But the whole Kronos thing at the end. It was cool because, I mean, there really wasn't any Savage, Vandal Savage in this episode. No, not at all. And I didn't seem to miss it. No, no. It was, yeah, you got some, you know, you got a good dynamic. You got Raish back. Yeah, to see him, cool. Yeah, I, I I like that character. Yeah, well, yeah, and I think the Matt Noble, the guy who played him, did a pretty good job. Yeah, yeah. So, and now you know, now that they moving forward, you know, what will the Time Masters do about Kronos? Yeah. Now that you know they've training for thousands of lifetimes, and now he's now he's back captured. with the yeah, he's back with Legends. So now. we'll see how that fucking goes down. Yeah, I'm excited though. We're coming into the oh. fucking home stretch for that too, and yeah, two thumbs up. Yeah. So what was yours? My rating? Yeah. Yeah, I'll give it like four point five. It was fucking dope. Yeah, I would say yeah, four and a half for that one. This was too. a great episode. Yeah, great episode of a great show. Yep, yep, and it and it's getting its legs. It is. It's really you know we've we questioned some of the earlier episodes about you know what are you doing where right. where are we trying to go with this, but it yeah it's finally getting its legs to where and it's playing with time in ways I really haven't seen before. Right, like the effects of time and the ability for them having this ensemble cast. Let's drop two or three of them here, two or three of them here and two here. And they're all doing fucking different shit. You're like, this right. is cool. Fucking- and it, and it, and it's changed up every week right. with, you different know, how the reaction. Yeah. You know, which is just super cool. And you add in all the other stuff going yeah. on. And I'm, I'm fully yeah, I'm, show. I well worth it. it. I bought well, in. Yeah. Heading in. Finally, we have, for the Berlanti verse, his fourth show, Supergirl, that he does because the same showrunner does all this shit. Right. It's just Supergirl happens to be on CBS. Exactly. And we don't. We gave Supergirl a try. We don't normally watch it. No. Uh, yeah. I. I did. Yeah. I watched the first three episodes. Yeah, we both did. And, and it, just, it just wasn't for us. Right. It's cool. Um. There's things to like in it. 
but it's not our favorite. And Monday's kind of our chill night. Right. So you bet your sweet ass we watched it this week, though. Right. It was our crossover. I mean, we just got done fucking slobbering all over how awesome The Flash is as a TV show. Yeah. And you got Barry. And Barry's on this episode. Yeah. And I came out of it the exact same way I expected to. I love Barry. Yeah. I like Grant Gustin as Barry. Yep. But this Supergirl show just does love a little too quirky, weird shit. Yeah. Strange stuff tonally for me to where I'm like, I know yeah. why I don't watch this show. Right. Right. It doesn't, you know, it has some body, but there's just too much of that air. It, it makes, it has these cringeworthy moments for me. And I, I'd like to, um, the way I'd say it is, you have the stupid shit Cisco says in The Flash. Right. All the pop culture references to Jaws, Back to the Future, all that weird shit. Yeah. And all of those land for me, because that's my, you know, realm. Right. It's the, the genre I you walk that in. audience. Right. I didn't... The Miley Cyrus, the, you know, Taylor Swift jokes on The Flash, those aren't for me. Right. They're not going to land for me. And then not only do they not land, they make me cringe. Right. Like, they're, I just, can't dig that shit. Yeah. And yeah, I'm just not a big reality type person. No. And the tabloids. So, but, you know, it's something we have to kind of live with. Exactly. But that's a small nitpick. Overall, this I love the chick who plays Supergirl. Oh, Alyssa yeah. She, or, yeah, she's, she's fucking and, sweet. You know, and Calista Flockhart is, she's fucking to awesome. me, she carries that yeah. show. All she does she is really behind does. that desk and bitch, but she's yeah. so awesome. Yeah, she is. And, you know, what she comes up with is just so poignant. It really is. But also, too... Her not knowing her assistant is Supergirl, and it's she even the, makes it makes reference. I know superheroes. I yeah, know. I, I people. can tell Barry's the Flash, yeah, but I yeah, can't figure out your Supergirl. And I see you every day. I, I kind of laugh a little bit at that. Yeah. <laughs> and then we have we had a villain team up that you know kind of fought our world's finest, for lack of a better word. Right was Livewire and the Silver Banshee and they were pretty fucking cool. Oh, they were just just the aesthetics. Yeah, they they looked badass. They look cool. And the Flash and Supergirl standing next to each other looked really cool and it all looked really cool <laughs> until they, it happened. And then something or nothing happened and then they opened their mouths. Yeah, and it just and I, I just yeah, I don't want to be negative. But, but it but just yeah, I I didn't get a warm and fuzzy. No, I saw two Justice League, and I'm sitting there as a huge comic nerd, a DC nerd, sitting there going, oh my God, look at Supergirl and the Flash teamed up. This is amazing. This is Justice League These status. These are two Justice League members, and that's Silver Banshee and Livewire. It's like, ooh, <laughs> we're about to kick ass. <laughs> right. No. N yeah, no. and it wasn't even close. No, they got their asses this handed to, to them twice. <laughs> and yeah. this is a Kryptonian and Barry Allen. Like, 
Yeah. To, this isn't plastic. N- not to. Uh, you know, the first throwdown, they sent them packing. Yeah. They, they took ran off. away. And these are, this is it's, C-level yeah, villains yeah. against a very hard A-level team up. Right. Like, you go back and say, they're Justice Leaguers. They, they are fucking, like, Justice, like, one of them is a founding member, and the oh. other is, I don't know, Superman's fucking cousin. cousin. So, yeah, and, uh, yeah, get whooped by twice. a lightning bolt. Oh, wait, Barry is a living uh, lightning bolt right. as well, and, a chi- and the Black Canary. That's saying the Black Canary can take on the Flash, dude. Laurel could oh, never mind. Yeah. But there's that part, and then there's... The second fight, where they still get their ass kicked. kicked. And for some reason, we both saw it. The Silver Banshee clocks Kara and in knocks the jaw. her down. I'm like, and knocks her, basically knocks her I down. I did not understand that. It took no. me out of this show. I'm like, wait, that is a normal human with a Banshee cry who punched a Kryptonian and almost knocked her out. Yeah, that, like. How does and that work? I don't know, dude. Like, she didn't use the cry or the no, scream. No, she, she punched, punched her. And her hand should be in yeah. pieces. And then, you know, she she's laying on the ground like she's completely wounded. And, you know, the people gather around and just... You know, it just became too forced. Yeah. You know, they, but they see they had a crowbar that end because of a previous episode yeah, where so. she went crazy. And I, I will give it the benefit of the doubt. We don't watch it from week to week. So a lot of that stuff fell on deaf ears as far as other storylines. Right. But think about it, dude. It's something we don't watch all the time. This was their chance to sell us on this. And yeah. And, and, and you know, we were willing to come back and see, you know, has yeah. it changed because, you know, we really didn't. But, yeah. And no. No, they gave me no reason to Tell watch me, next dude, week. We had a team up of two Justice Leaguers against two C-level villains. Who wins? Who saves the day, Dad? Who, what saves the day? The firemen with a fire hose. Two they, Justice Leaguers and a hose. Yeah. They spray live wire with a fucking hose and, she, and it's over and, and he, then, she shorts them both out and, and then they're like supergirl we saved you this time i'm like no fuck you fuck this no. firefighters are fine nothing against firefighters no, but when you're talking level badass like these are superheroes those yeah. are justice league members yeah. and they just got yeah. taken down yeah <sighs> just... they got out heroed by a fire hose yeah no it but it just, I just stood there. I was like, they're joking, right? This I thought it was a fucking dream secret sequence. Right. Yeah, it just and, – and, and that right there just told me I just really uh, – I can't get over that much hokiness. No. And and that's with you and know with the arrow sad. you know with the arrow and flash you get a certain part of hokiness because it's on the CW. Exactly. But it's very minimal. Speaking of being on the CW, I'm going to give mad credit to (laughs) Cat Grant when it was, what, James Olsen, the win, Supergirl and the Flash standing there in her office. He's like, look at you all. Y'all four look like a very attractive, racially diverse cast of a CW show. And I was like, yeah, "Ah, heavy call out. (laughs) Yep, heavy call out. I thought that was cool. I'll give it that. Yeah. 
But other than that, man, no, I didn't. I didn't like the fight sequences in it. I didn't like the way they ended. No, I did like Barry and Kara talking. That I liked was seeing the Flash and Supergirl together. That was a, noise. That was a cool dynamic. Yeah, they're really awesome. Yeah, because for what for everything I like in Supergirl, it's not the people. Right, it's what they're given to do. Right, exactly, and it just seems like there's not enough of that. Or it's weird. Yeah. But when you get back to the, you know, the crowbar yeah, issue. Enough enough beating this horse, dude. Yeah, it was it had the flash, man. He looked flash, good. He she looked Supergirl, good. There was a race. Yeah. And you know, yeah, all of that played out good. There's worse ways to spend my time. Right. Yeah, but it's not my I'm top not three or back. four choice. No. So give me a rating one through five. Um Right below a three. Yeah, I'd say about a three. I mean, it had Flash, it had Supergirl, it had some elements it hit on. But it it gave me no reason to turn around and watch it again next week. No. And that's disappointing. I wanted I wanted to. Yeah. And did, I, I did, still want to. And see, in this I looked at as a way to maybe Justify, jump uh, jump yeah. start a new interest. Because I've heard about the Martian Manhunter and the yeah. cool shit they're doing that sounds awesome. And then I watch it. I'm like, what? Right. Yeah. And it's, the hokiness comes huh? in. Yeah. And like, with no, that, no. I just, no. I, I got other shows that I can. There's only so much time. Dude. Yeah. That I'm more interested in and, and have a better uh, fuzziness, yeah. a better right. fuzziness about than like, It's terrible to say, but I'd much rather rewatch Flash. Uh, yeah, an early episode to watch Supergirl. a new, yeah, a new Supergirl. Sorry, just, but uh, yeah, I, I I gave it a second try. Yeah, and it wasn't all awful. We'll throw it out there, uh, right? But it's not something that I'm gonna that I'm good as a as a uh, a self production guy going to put it in the rotation. No, no. Uh, that's it with the DC TV for today. Uh, we're going to move along into the Marvel TV, which we have nothing negative to say about. Nope. Nope. <laughs> not at all. As we very seldom do with anything Marvel puts out. But we have, we've at this point watched the first two episodes of Daredevil. Yep. We're recording this right now, and God, we. I wanted to, to take less time so I could keep watching the rest of Daredevil. Right. But give me a two quick, like two or three sentences, what you think of Daredevil right now, Dad. Daredevil, I think it it's one of those that's hitting its stride. It's hit the ground running this I was yeah. literally about we're to say in, thing. We're, you know, we're in the second season. We've got the suit. The suit looks cool as shit. He looks badass with the red eyes. You know, um, We've got the introduction. We got first first introduction of the Punisher. We know Electra's coming. He's intense. You by know, the, the Punisher is yeah, bad ass. Yeah, he, if if you don't like blood, then, stay then away. yeah, while the Punisher's there, you need to stay away. I know because he is he. The Punisher. Yeah, and he's murdering motherfuckers. God, but yeah. that's that's all we've got right now. 
I just wanted a quick thing, a, a touch on it. Uh, God, I'm I'm really excited to keep. Watching yeah, this is gonna thing. be. Yeah, this is gonna be a good season. Yeah, oh, a good God. season. Oh, God, Karen Page is back. She's awesome. Foggy. Oh yeah, they've casted this show perfectly. Yeah, yeah. The dynamic with them is super yeah. cool. You know, it's Hell's Kitchen, so you get kind of that grungy feel. It's, it's badass. Yeah, and that and is- the throwdown. You know, I gotta oh, mention the throwdown between him and the Punisher building upon what they did so amazingly the first time yeah that the you know the throwdowns are just so cool yeah they are. and you know now he has his batons he fucking throws off things yeah it reminds me of cap with the shield yeah you know exactly. bouncing stuff off and just taking people out oh, god so sick <laughs> <laughs> all right so hard. give me a rating for this for the Dude, first five two. it's been we watched them both last night, and I didn't want to go to bed. Five, yeah, so I would give good. it. Yeah, I'd give it close to a five too. Uh, it's going to be another good season. Yeah. And all I got to say is shameless plug. Look forward in the next week, week and a half, when we release our full season review of Daredevil. When yeah. we just kind of ooh and ah over, over what I can assume is going to be even more bad. Well, you know, another seen. you know, this is what another Netflix home run. Oh yeah. Netflix Marvel doesn't do bad shows. No. And Netflix doesn't do bad shows. And Marvel and Netflix together just they don't do bad shows, man. No. No. Leaving T V now, we're we're gonna hit the movie news a little bit. And with some majorly cool shit, which I don't think anybody ever saw coming. Right. But but it was but for the nerds. Yeah, but for the nerds, this wasn't a big surprise. No, and after seeing this fucking movie three times. Yeah, I saw it twice. It's that fucking good. Yeah. This Deadpool movie just makes fucking cash. Raking in. It's now broken records in the highest R rated movie of all time. Yeah. And the highest grossing X Men movie of all All time. time. And it's just a big fuck you to Fox Studios. Like, you didn't want to make this one. This one just made all the money for you. That's right. One (laughs) fatal swoop. Yeah. Oh, it's so... Yeah. It's a testament to... This movie has something for everybody. It's action. It's funny. It's weirdly romantic. Yeah. It's got good gore. Right. Good throwdown. It just... Fuck it. It's just raking in the cash week after week. Yes, it is. Uh, We have a Blu-ray release date. That they talked about, I think it's early May. Hopefully. That would be good, yeah. Right? Fuck. I it's, I want to own this movie. Yeah, it's however, whenever it comes out, it'll look good on the TV. Yeah, like we talked about, this is going to be the new go-to movie. It's an hour and 45 minutes, like when you want to just chill for a bit. And and yeah, get the full spectrum. And that's, or the homies come over, it's going to be the movie to throw in. Always. Yeah, yeah, because you, and you said it. It's got the full spectrum. It does. It's, it's up, down, and all around. Fucking two thumbs up. Go, Ryan Reynolds. That's Dead right. Dead, yeah, it does. So that will uh, take us into the killing joke. Yeah, man. We've talked about it a couple weeks ago, how much we love this book. And I finally finished it. You read it. And... Yeah, it's it's amazing. We're going to have to do a separate full chat on The Killing Joke. Yeah. But we put this on the news because released recently from when we're recording this, they did a special sneak peek of the animated movie that, yeah. that's coming out this summer. That's Yeah, that's going to be based on the book. And they talked to Bruce Timm. They talked to Kevin Conroy, Tara Strong, um, 
Mark Hamill, and Ray Weiss. So Those four people. You, you, you're talking about the heavy hitting, you know, Batman crew. Yeah, Kevin Conroy's been Batman since 1990. Yeah. Uh, so is Mark Hamill's Joker. Joker. He's the most iconic Joker you've yeah. ever seen. Tara Strong has been Batgirl since yeah. 1994. And Ray Wise is playing Commissioner Gordon. Gordon. They're bringing out the fucking stops for this. Right. Uh, we both watched the sneak peek. We get a background look at the animation and how they're doing it. Yeah. How they're doing a real life adaptation. And and seeing that's, you know, you bring up the animation. And I found myself when I read this book becoming more enamored and drawn into the art exactly that i'd have to read the bubbles a couple of times because it just the art just pulls you in it's just so cool and that's that's a perfect point to bring up you know what bruce tim was talking about in the sneak peek about adapting that artwork right how difficult it is and how they kind of had to morph it a little bit in order to make it look right for animation right and but also maintain the level of what's the word I'm looking for uh, gravitas that 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 the book brings. carries to that book because right. he said it perfectly. He's like, you read that book, and it never fully dawns on you how awful the shit that happening happening and what's been actually being said in that book is because the art looks so inviting. Yeah, it's bright. It it pulls you in. Like it I said, really the is. art pulls you in to where you know you're you're really more concentrated on the panels. Yeah, and and the panels themselves and what they show you. You know what they're saying it is was secondary for me. Which it is was crazy it was fucking Alan Moore's words. Oh, man. I know. And then you know once you kind of snap out of 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 the trance that the art like, and you start reading this fuck? stuff, yeah. And like I said, you know, I'd read it a couple of times just to get you know the full the the full emotion yeah. from what the words are saying, and it's like wow, and, you know, and this is a comic book, and now you're gonna have it fucking recited by the most iconic voices for this these characters ever exactly yeah you're you're looking at people that carried the batman animated series this looks to be for all intents and purposes batman gold right this the people involved in this how it's being done the serious take this they've done it right like right this I'm, is this is one I can't wait for. Oh my god. This is going to be super cool. Yeah, I have nothing bad to say. At and all. you know, and when yeah, when you got a great book and then you got the you know the the top-notch crew involved right. in it from start to finish, it can be nothing but good. No, I mean, I have nothing full faith. but good. The only reservation I have and I thought it was funny while I was watching the sneak peek, Bruce Tim thought he was a sneaky little fuck <laughs> and was like it was a little 30, 30 second, maybe 20 second fucking clip in that 12 minute video, dude. Right. And he's like, he's like, yeah. And we, and he starts it with, he's like, we're being real true to this book. We've done a full adaptation and we're not even sure if it needs to be R. We think we can get away and tell this story right in a PG 13 and they just cut to something completely different. And I'm like, oh, wait a fucking yeah, minute. Yeah, there's no way. No, no, no. 
No way. Did you just say it's going to be PG-13? No. Because no. And how can you have PG-13 and a direct adaptation? Yeah, I'm like, uh, unless you, Yeah, unless you know what see, this book and does. I'm afraid they like threw that in there because they're like, hey, the studio's really probably pushing back on the fucked up shit in this book. Right. Like, because let's be honest, the it's, studio heads were probably like, oh, yeah, everyone's talking about Killing Joke. This shit makes a lot of money. Let's make one. Until and somebody they, read it. And they're like, wait, wait a fucking minute. Yeah. Like, we can't even pretend to sell this to kids. No, no, they, no, you can't. This is this is no. a grown-up story. It is I mean, rated R. Yeah, it's a grown-up story. For all, yeah, it's, it's American and psycho type shit. Yeah, yeah, and it runs the full gambit of fucked up shit. Yeah, so only reservation, but like I said, and every time we try and get negative, I'm like, I fucking trust these people. Exactly. Yeah, you know they're they're the crew. Yeah, they're gonna pump it out. You know they they right. got the, the you know they got the history, the track experience. You know it's all there for them. Fuck fuck yeah. And and with that being the case, why wouldn't it be just outstanding? Yeah. Unless the money people make them make them change it to a point where why are you even doing this? Right. But they won't. Yeah. Faith. And all that noise. It's right. going to be cool. Killing jokes. Summer 2016. You bet your ass I'm pre-ordering that motherfucker. Hell yeah. Special that's edition. Gonna be, all that crap. Yeah, that's going to be a good one to have. <laughs> Fucking sticking with, you know, comics. DC's doing something kind of bri- big, dude. Yeah. Yes, this they rebirth are. event. Yeah. It just, yeah, 52 was done. They're like, no more of that. Right. New number ones, everything. And this week was really big. Because they announced all the creative teams and what books they're going to be writing. Right. Correct. Yeah. And these are heavy hitters, man. I was going through some of these, and there's a few of them that really fucking stand out to me that I wanted to, you know, kind of give my seal of, I'm looking forward to this shit. I mean, we have the Rebirth special event, which is written by Jeff Johns, which I'll pick up. Right. Because if you haven't figured it out... I love Jeff, Jeff Johns, Johns. <laughs> as does everyone. I mean, we see like these writers like Dan Jurgens doing action comics. Like this is a fucking heavy hitter. You know, we have All Star Batman on here, which is a title I'm really looking forward to. Right. It's uh, how do I explain it? I don't know what they're gonna do exactly with it now. But it was, you know, kind of this outside of continuity Batman story. Like, we can tell these stories that these writers want to tell outside of the what's re- happening in Batman currently. Right. The realm of, yeah, central Batman. It, it, precisely. And Scott Snyder is a part of this, who is, you know, wrote the New 52, the Court of Owls. Right, right, right. You know, the seminal Batman stories over the last 15 years. So to see him involved in that and get to tell Batman stories, you know, one shots or little arcs and just get to play around with a world that he's not fully responsible for. Right. Seems so fucking cool to me. But Jeff, this is a big deal because they're rebirthing every character. Uh, they are. And and adding new ones. Yeah. They're, 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 you know, so you're getting, you know, the, you know, the comic universe you know, yeah. redo like we're getting the Green Lantern's a girl now, and things like that. 
making these really cool big changes, which I'm excited to see. And it's weird for me to say this after, you know, being a Batman guy. We are Batman people. This is a Batman home. Yeah. <laughs> that's the way it is. I, I read this whole list and I'm going to pick up the Superman comic. I'm going to start reading Superman's rebirth title. Right. Dude. Yeah. And that's what they talk about. And what I picked up was um, the writer for Wonder Woman. Yeah. He's, it's supposedly he's coming back to DC. He's been away from DC and he's come he's coming back and he's doing Wonder Woman. Yeah. And he's done Wonder Woman in the past. Okay. So who, he, who is writing Wonder Woman? Let's see. Um what is it? Um Greg Ruka? Greg Ruka. Yeah, Ruka? yeah, yeah. Um yeah, that's a real familiar name. He's gonna be real cool. Yeah. And, and that's what they said is that, you know, yeah, he's had his previous run with cool Wonder Woman. And now he's coming back for this That's rebirth. Good. And I mean, not to bring up BVS, but Wonder Woman, mm. you need the Wonder Woman fuel right now because that fire needs to be stoked. stoked. Yeah. Uh, but coming back to, I didn't get to finish my Superman point, dude. They got Peter J. Tomasi writing Superman. And he's a writer who I have collected all his run on Batman and Robin right now. The new 52 Batman and Robin. Oh, cool. Fucking love it. His stuff with Damien, the death of Damien, mm. the rebirth of Damien. Fucking obsessed with it. And for, you know, him to be writing Superman, I think that'd be really cool. He writes dynamics of characters. Right, um, right. Real well. And to see him, you know, get Clark and Lois and Jimmy Olsen and Ma Kent. Right. In that universe could be really fun. Right, right. And like you said, the dynamic of all those characters and a new point of view. Right. So overall, man, this rebirth looks like it could be pretty fucking fun. Right. And it, and it's a big deal. Yeah. I remember reading when they made this announcement that this is, yeah, Another, this is a whole new, and this is big deal since 52. Yeah. And they've released, you know, some of the, uh, I guess, rebirth covers. You uh, cover artwork, some of some of the artwork we've and seen the way the new uh, the way the Flash is being drawn. Yeah, uh, Batman. Sick. Batman. We have Capullo's, which uh, was released in Batman number fifty. Capullo's new bat suit. Yeah, we have Nightwing coming or Dick coming back to being nice Night Nightwing, Nightwing after the Grayson period. Like there's right. a lot of cool things that are coming happening. Yeah, that I'm excited for out of this thing. And it's just so much. This is not just, you know, the top yeah. two or three. This is the whole reboot of the whole DC universe. And it makes DC it universe. so easy for people to jump on. And right. this is what's, I mean, I am a Marvel and DC nerd through and through. Superheroes for the sake of superheroes. Man. Right. I love both these universes almost equally. Love these characters. Always have. And that's why I'm collecting DC right now. It's easier at a comic book shop. It's more accessible. Right. Uh, I'm obsessed with Brubaker's Captain America, but it became so convoluted to find the right books for the stories I was reading. Right. I mean, with these Rebirth or New 52 events, you can go to a comic book shop and pick up Batman with a one. Yeah, and number one. Two, three. For, right. It's easy. And it's, for all the characters. It's numbered. They have uniform pricings with their trade backs. Like, they're all, like, 15 to 17. Right. 
So and, yeah, it just it makes it easy for the collector, but it also makes it easy for somebody jumping in. Exactly. Get the fresh start, you know, get a whole new run and, you know, yeah, you pick up a number one and, uh, you know, I'm not, you know, the Green Lantern's not quite there. But, yeah. you know, you can jump to Batman, like you said, or or Superman or Wonder Woman or any nope. of them and get a new story. And there's a lot of good writers. There's a lot of good artists yeah. doing these. And that's what they DC said. Books, you yeah. know, a lot of artists and I'd say big names. Right. Man. And history. Yeah. You've got, you know, you've got a lot of history coming back yeah. to this run. And that was the big thing was that not only was it, you know, we're starting with number one, but, but all the people, the yeah, writers and the artists that are coming back yeah, Dan to Jergens, do these. You know, Greg Rucka, Jeff Johns, Jim Lee. You've got these huge names doing these big books with these great artists and and people can jump in and and, and, and take off with it. Everyone's favorite incarnations of the character. Like I heard, yeah. they're bringing back like pre-crisis Barry Allen, and uh, the re- they're going back to original numberings on Action Comics and Detective Comics. They're doing this as a jumping-off point for new people, but as a complete respect to your older, nerds. yeah, your your comic book nerds. So I mean, this has gotten my seal of approval. This is super yeah. cool. I like the creative teams. Yeah. I like the art I've seen so far. Yeah, it's yeah, a, I have too. It's an easy jump off point. I like reinventions of these characters. It keeps it fresh. Yeah, as long as, you know, but sometimes you get a hokiness that can, you yeah. know, roll with well, that. There's but always going to what... be those a few titles, but that's right. the cool part. If you're willing to, you know, try a new superhero, read a different Right, and, and that's what I said, book, yeah. find something cool. Exactly, that's what I said. You know, you might not, you know, the, the, the Green Lantern story might not be to your liking, but... Wonder Woman or Batman or Superman right. might be just wow. Hit the ground running. Yeah. And so it just gives you so many options. Right. And speaking of options, speaking of, you know, Superman books, like I've said, we're not huge Superman people. We like the character. Oh, Clark's he's, cool. He's yeah, fucking he's a, Superman. Of course you yeah. like him. But I'm reading Superman American Alien. I've gone out, I've heard only but good things from Max Landis's. It's called Superman American Alien. It's um, a seven-issue run that does one-shots of periods in Clark's life from kid to Superman. And they're now on book five. I've gone and collected every issue. Oh, my God. It's awesome. It's in-depth. It's a side of Clark you've never seen before. It's like it's what Man of Steel was trying to do as a movie. Right. In a comic. Yeah, but done in-depth done with more heart i'd say a little bit but it's really fucking cool uh i kind of just wanted to touch on this a little bit like it's got my seal of approval oh that's cool you know something to go out and you know and pick up it's it's really being regarded as you know what could be the seminal superman story over the last 10 years right kind of a kind of a good compilation and yeah, yeah, um, clar- a clear story clarifier and something outside of continuity you know a right. batman hush per se not to put Ooh. it on that level but like a singular story like here's this by an outside writer right and it and it's cool yes and i really enjoy it and see and that's you know and that's what it's about yeah you know not only cool the things. you know the the mainstream stuff that that runs but yeah these these independents that that yeah. branch and, off of these characters. It, you know, Max Landis as the writer who 
you may know wrote Chronicle, yeah, uh, the found footage superhero movie. Wrote American Ultra. He's a screenwriter. He does, but he's all he's a YouTuber. But he's obsessed with Superman. So you see the passion he has for this character wrong. come through in this book. It's super fun. It's a wrong. little weird. But there's nothing wrong with no, that. No, weird is fucking cool. I yeah. mean, it's about an alien, but it's a, uh, it's about, it's really cool. It's hard to explain. I like it. Good deal. So you yeah. make make the big recommendation. I did. I spent way too much to get the first couple of shoes. <laughs> and but you know that that nothing. happens. That happens. And that's all we have for what went down. What went down for you know for this uh, yeah this episode because we had a little bit of combination yeah. of you know a couple of shows back to back and um, made the made the run through the spectrum. We did, and now we're gonna put the period on the end of the sentence with, with a little bit of jam, a jam sessions, man, yeah. our, our music news, and we you found a, a little bit of a somber thing to kick us off. Yeah, you know I'm uh, always been, have been, and always will be. A big sex pistols fan oh man they're the ghosts um and i read that um the chelsea hotel which is the infamous infamous, yeah the infamous you know uh, dwellings of sid and nancy and where supposedly don't really know maybe he you know he killed accidentally maybe murdered nancy yeah so you know the hotel's been there for eons and what I read is that because of the area blight, yeah, that they uh, feel it's you know it's an eyesore and that it doesn't bring in the right clientele. <laughs> it's being turned into a fucking what pottery barn? Yeah, a pottery barn or you know some kind of kitchen gadget place. Fuck man, it's you know history. But, you know, that, that plays right into what we talked about, too, and I brought up of, you know, what they did with CBGB. Yeah, these iconic, you know, American punk or rock music institutions or locations. Exactly. Uh, you know, they turned, you know, CBGBs into a John Varvado's boutique. Like, fuck. Um, but that's, you know, that's kind of how it's moving because, you know, they look at punk as blight, is, is, you know, an outsider, it's dark, it's dungy. You know, unacceptable. Exactly. You know, that's the term, you know, unacceptable. You're unacceptable because you don't look or, you know, act yeah, like this. It's, it's just disappointing to yeah. have something with such an, well, historical significance to. Yeah, to, you know, the music that we uh, yeah, listen to. Be, you know, treated with a general lack of respect yeah. is how we see it. Yeah, just the lack of respect. It's just disappointing. So, but you know, it's like, hey, you know, I, as ever, as it always, we move along, we, do. we move we forward, but we have our memories. Yeah, and what I brought to the table today, a little bit more positive, super cool. We got a new Weezer album this week, their tenth studio album. Yeah, the White Album, as it's being coined. <laughs> They're all called Weezer, but they have different colors. Right. This is the Weezer White Album. It's it's. It's a good, it's a decent album, dude. Yeah, I've heard a couple of songs off of it. I I saw them on Good Morning America. Yeah. I think on Friday. Yeah, it's it's a, what I'd say is very top heavy. Right. It's got a it's got four or five really good songs, and it gets a little clunky. Right. Right. Yeah. I you know what I got from you know the songs that I listened to, and then you know listening to them on GMA, it's it's Weezer. 
Mm-hmm. You know, that's... You take that with what it is now at this yeah, point? it's Weezer. You're going to get, you Weezer. know, the, yeah, you're going to get Weezer. That's that's what it is, but that's not a knock to me. No. Weezer's cool. cool as shit. Yeah. That's why, I mean, uh, a better than average Weezer album is still better than... And a lot of other ones. Exactly. A whole so, lot of other ones. But it's it's a fun record, man. I enjoy Weezer. It's got the Weezer sound. Yeah, and, and, and you just said it. It's fun. And yeah. that's what Weezer is, is fun. You know, their, their topics, what they write about, yeah. you know, they're fun. And this is their, uh, I read an interview, their surf album is what they say. So it has a cool feel to it. It has something right. a tad different, but with uh, Rivers, you know, lyrics over top. It, it's, it's not awful. It's well, by any stretch of the imagination. It's pretty good. Right. And, you know, you got to think when bands like this have been around and they put this much music out. You know, you're you you can expect a little bit, yeah. but they're they've got to change it up. There's yeah. got to be a little bit of ebb and flow, or it just gets stale. And this this does have a little bit of different flavor, especially from their last album, which I had to say might be my favorite of theirs. Right. Uh, I really dug that one. When everything is all right in the end, I think it's always called right. Yep. But it's interesting to note, Rico Kasich's actually not the producer on this one. And he was on the last one, right? And, uh, and the, I think the one before that, he's done. He's done. Yeah. Well, he did their three big ones, I think. Right. Like, uh, green and everything is all right in the end, and one other one. But it's just interesting to note that. Right. Overall, though, not bad. Uh, what would you give it? Seven. That's cool. Yeah, yeah I would say yeah, between six and seven. Yeah, that's not bad. Uh, that's all we got, man. That's, that's, that's uh, the, yeah, kind of wraps up what went down. What went down this week? We're back in the saddle. Yeah, making it happen, talking about it happening, and just enjoying it. Yeah, man. What do you think about this week's Flash? What do you think about Cupid and Arrow or the Legend of Tomorrow review? Tell us how stupid we are for not watching Daredevil sooner. You know, let us know what you think about Superman American Alien. Uh, go on to LegacyCharacters.com. You can comment with us there. You can email us from there. We'd love to hear from you. Come follow us at Legacy Character Singular, on Twitter. Make sure to go on Facebook slash Legacy Characters. Hit us up there. Uh, all, all the different modes. We're out there. Come come yeah, see us. Come you talk know, to us, man. Yeah, let love us know. It. Let us know. Yeah, that'd be super gives us, cool. Gives us great motivation. Yeah, it keeps yeah. us going. Yeah, you know, something to you know for us to, to chill out and do, and we get more input, and it's just so much better. It, it does. You know, make sure to go on iTunes and like, subscribe, review, do all that stuff. It really helps us out. More people can find us. I think we're up to like nine reviews now. That's yeah, really super cool. Yeah, it just um, and from all over. So yeah. it's yeah, it, it's cool for us. I mean, I'm digging it. It's awesome. Come back later this week when we finally drop our BVS review. We're going to get in depth with this movie. And doing the chat. We're going to chat it up about Batman vs. Superman. Yeah. You know, we've been wanting to do that for a very long time. Yeah, it's been coming. And spoiler alert, we liked it. We're going to talk about how awesome this movie is. Yeah. I'm going to defend this fucker for two hours and you're going to listen to me. (laughs) 
and it's going to be awesome. So make sure to come and join us for the chat later this week when we talk Batman v Superman. And until then, go out and make your legacy, you characters. Thank you.